session. A jam uh, session? What? Okay, so like this is like some sort of weird garage band feature. I, I don't. That's know. about right. That's yeah. That's honestly, just, if we're yep. being honest, mm -hmm. they're just ripping each other off, mm -hmm. one little yeah. bit at a time. Yep. Yeah. Go <laughs> Google just just send some like some really cush weed to your house, and that that starts <laughs> off the jam session. Oh mm -hmm. my god. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Well, yeah, so on an unrelated note, today's episode is about voice actors, <laughs> because later this week, we'll be having one of our favorite voice actors on for the main episode, uh, Kyla Bear. But to depart from Kyle, because we'll be talking plenty about him soon, uh, let's talk about some other, some of our favorite other like uh, voice acting. Um, I'm going to go with Mark. Uh, first just because i know particularly in our 10-year friendship that you spent a lot of time in one particular voice of a very very dashing assassin who learned french from french women and that is Ezio auditore and you spend lots of time as Ezio auditore in his voice doing I'm not things i'm not sure what you mean by that joe no you no clue you've never never done that before oh of course i know <laughs> yes there is a there is a second marriage that happened uh in my life and this was after you know my wife and i got married i i also got married to roger craig smith the voice of Ezio auditory and i'm not ashamed to say it mm -mm. roger man craig crush. smith will deny it he'll deny it but the man crush is strong <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like mark who no oh, yeah, Roger Craig Smith, man, he delivered one of the best performances uh, that, that honestly I can even think of outside of like some of the, the greats, right? Like mm -hmm. the Mel Blancs of the world. But uh, but yeah, as far as his his work as Ezio Auditore, I think why I was so compelled by it was not just because you like experienced Ezio's entire life, like literally from from like baby, like he's just born. Yep. And First then, trophy you get in the game. Yes. You kicking your legs. Yes. <laughs> An assassin is born. And and then you you like legit get to experience him all the way until his last days. Like he he literally dies. And mm -hmm. Roger Craig Smith handles the voice, you know, as like a teenager. And then as like a you know, mid-20s, 30s, then he's like in his 50s, and then he's like in his 60s, 70s, and like he he mm -hmm. gives a very compelling performance the entire time. And, and I mean, I, uh, I just love how there's the ability to convey that nuance and do it well. And yeah, I mean, totally floored by that. And, uh, clearly it's still, it still it affects me now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, uh, the smooth talking Italian who could talk yes. his way in and out of almost any situation yes. still brings a tear to Mark's eye. <laughs> it's just the amount of syphilis that guy probably had. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, Datole, it it hurts when I pee. Oh my god! <laughs> what could this burning possibly be? It's a rhyme. Yes. Oh, uh, and then could you imagine him explaining that to a doctor uh, in <laughs> um, a more dramatic thing, a more dramatic matter? 
Yes, the burning that I experience is much like the burning of a young love. Oh I God. met a uh, young woman, a haberdashery, <laughs> where I pursued and she withdrew, and then she withdrew, then I withdrew and she pursued. <laughs> Gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, I just assume, like, we, we talked about this actually mm-hmm. in our. Assassin's Creed episode that <laughs> that uh, syphilis was running rampant. There's no oh, way. Yeah, yeah, there's no way. There's no way he didn't Mm-mm. didn't pick it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, Roger Craig Smith. Imagine him in the mm-hmm. studio having to record Ezio visiting a doctor for a VD. Uh, I, think, I think that'll stay cut from the the main series. Yep that that <laughs> didn't make it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed ER. Believe it or not, not a hit. It <laughs> it really hits home when <laughs> when Ezio says, uh, "Do not follow me or anyone else." Like especially when you have <laughs> have syphilis, do not follow mm-hmm. the man. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um. Yeah. On a on a much more wholesome note, uh, <laughs> I'd like to think back to all of our childhoods and how they're probably two voices that followed us everywhere and they were in so many things and we i would imagine we knew it um because like you just hear them often one of them is frank welker uh who if you don't recognize the name he's megatron himself from the mm-hmm. g1 uh transformers days he's also ray stands in the ghostbusters in the real ghostbusters he's also the boogeyman in the real ghostbusters Oh, that uh, stinking, like breathy thing. That was yeah, him. Yeah, that was him. And oh. which I, for some reason, didn't pick up when I was a kid. And I recently rewatched it. I'm like, yeah, that's just a breathy Megatron. <laughs> that makes oh. sense. I get that. Like, yeah, it's a breathy Megatron. Um, and his, of course, his nemesis, our hero, Optimus Prime. Um, another favorite with um. Oh my gosh! You know, I'm I, me bringing him up. I'm the one who forgets his name. Uh, Peter <laughs> Cullen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just just amazing. And I think still one of my, like my my favorite things. Which I mean, this is no no news for anyone who's followed um, any sort of Transformers stuff. But just the story of how he developed the po- the voice for Optimus Prime, I think, is just fantastic. And it was he it was the day before. It was either the day before or the morning of that he was going in for the audition for Optimus Prime. And he still wasn't sure what he was going to do. And he had called his brother, who I believe was a Marine or he was in the army, one of those two branches of the military. And he uh, asked his brother, you know, I, I, I'm not sure what to do, if you could give me any pointers. Um, and he's like, well, the brother's like, well, what's the character? Like, oh, he's this transforming, like, robotic uh, hero of an entire race. And his brother's advice was, well, no matter what you do, don't make him sound like a fake cheesy hero. Make him sound like a real hero, no matter what you do. And that's all his brother said. So um, Cullen's idea then was just to try and voice Optimus Prime like his brother. And that's where he got the idea uh, to make the the iconic Optimus Prime voice, which is uh, in some cases been imitated, but never properly recreated. Which kind of stops me in my tracks for a moment because it's like, don't make him sound like a cheesy hero. But then he gets a line of, uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try it because this is a voice acting episode (laughs) (laughs) where he says, um, 
fate really calls upon us at a moment of our choosing. Like that yeah. is the most like oh, it's nope. it, like heroic line I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And just in case that my, that impression was fucking horrible, no, it, I, is, it wasn't it is, bad. It, it was fate. <laughs> fate rarely calls upon us at a moment of our choosing. Like that is one of the best goddamn lines I've ever heard. Yeah, and just out of the freaking second Transformers movie, the Michael Bay one. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I mean, yep. I. I guess that's a, that's quite the honor. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think of how I could impersonate my brothers for a, a performance, but I feel like I just sound like the whitest guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that'd be. That's also the thing. Like, I wonder. Like, because I think of like with us and our siblings, I just sound like my brother already. So, like, I wouldn't do anything at all. I would just talk. You definitely walk like assume. him. I walk you guys, like him a little bit. You guys have the same gait. I mean, the same clothes. Mm-hmm. Usually the same facial hair. I'm pretty sure you guys even like you plan your hairline. Are they the same person? We might I be. I don't, I don't know. I've never seen them together. Oh, I, I mean, I have, but I assume it's the same person. It's I mean, projection. it's probably I, just a projection. I just move incredibly fast. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you know, Joe, I'm actually kind of shocked he didn't go with uh, Nolan North right away. Mm-hmm. He He's up there. And mm-hmm. I think the reason why I didn't go with him is because I think trying to be him would probably really, I'd screwed up really bad. But um, is it, no, it was because yeah. of the Nolan bot, right? <laughs> the nolan bot what was the nolan bot he that's what they he was nicknamed or whatever the character was nicknamed nolan bot because he replaced peter dinklage as the vo- voice actor oh, in yeah, destiny right. he did yep yeah right. yep, 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 yep. oh my gosh yeah i never got that far in destiny 2 because i downloaded it and didn't start playing it that's a good choice. We don't need to revisit that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And another thing, I'm even trying to think of like an iconic like Nathan Drake line, and his lines are usually like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Nathan oh, Drake's not like a big. He's not like a big. He doesn't give very big speeches. Um, he's a very, I think, like real character. Um, yeah. So. I feel like when it comes time for like, cause like, I don't know, I, I might be like completely wrong or an asshole for saying this, but I don't think that Nolan North has to do much to his voice to become Nathan Drake. He is just Nathan Drake. He, I think it's just Nathan Drake. It's true. <laughs> I think that's just it, him. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his voice is uh, very much so the same for, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just him talking pretty much. I mean, obviously he, he can. Oh yeah. He'll add a little something to it. They all do. Um, yeah, but yeah, so me even trying to think of like, what's like a famous Nate Drake thing to say? Um, uh, one thing that, that will pop into my life, uh, like it'll pop into my head every once in a while, like everything seems to be going wrong, um, <laughs> is Nathan Drake deciding in, in, in second uncharted that he's, he's done. Like he's just finished. He's going to get out of here. He's like, no, 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 no. This is done. I'm finished. And he's right. Everything I touch turns to shit. <laughs> and we're going home. And like that's Nathan Drake. That that's my best Nathan Drake impression. It's just me being a little angry and not actually sounding like Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to manipulate my voice into Nolan North though, because that's yeah. mm-hmm. that's what a lot of voice actors will typically do to preserve a role sometimes is to make it so much like their voice 
mm-hmm. that that everything becomes an impersonation later on, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And God, thinking about, I mean, you're right though. From from you obviously played Uncharted uh, for years, a couple times, um, <laughs> but <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, here there. Yep. Well, there's there is the line he says, um, "It's not going to be easy," you know. Nothing mm-hmm. worthwhile is. I think that's yeah, that's, that's a pretty that's good a, one. That's a good one from him. Which I think for most most of the characters in that, like if they have a really memorable line, the writers do a really good job of like that line is pretty short and sweet. Like it's just a quick like boom there. Uh or like even one of Sully's um best lines from that series is um Look, kid, life's not about having all the right cards. It's about doing what you can with the hand you're dealt. And like just that, like boom, that's all he says. Or and that's it. Or even uh when they riff on each other is pretty great. Uh at the end of Uncharted 3, and um Sully stops Nate from getting onto a plane and says, Look, I haven't always made the best decisions with my life, but I'm trying to figure, um, he's like, I haven't made the best decisions of my life, and I am in no means the perfect man. And he pulls out a ring, and Nate is just like, Hey, hey, hey man, Sully, you know, I love you, but you're not my type. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, of course, deflection because it's it's Nate's wet, it's his marriage band with Elena, which the marriage had between one and two, between two and three, they had gotten married and separated already because they have to get, you know, back together in every single game that they're in. Um, <laughs> But and then it, like the whole thing gets wrapped up with Sully saying, Nate, quit being a smart ass for just a goddamn minute. <laughs> like, well, there we go. Like that's the wisdom of Uncharted is always done in very short and sweet lines. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think somewhere else fun to go with this is probably a cartoon that Chelsea and I bonded over mm-hmm. quite a bit in the college years uh, with uh, Venture Brothers. Yes. was a great time. So uh, with Venture Brothers, probably my like Brock Sampson's probably like my eternal favorite character from that show. Brock uh, Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's Patrick Warburton. And yes. he just does an incredible job as like the Swedish murder machine that is that is Brock in that show. He's the machoist macho man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does such a good job at it. So so macho. Oh my god. Like I just remember what like not not the pilot, but like episode one opens <laughs> with him playing strip poker in Tijuana for a distributor <laughs> cap for a 69 charger. And that's that's the first part of the character you get if you if you didn't see the pilot. And like he like basically like ends up murdering almost everyone in there when when things go astray. Uh, but he is this character who is really good at his job. He's very hard, like all the like he's probably erect most of the time, I would assume. Uh, yeah. that when I said hard, that's not where I was going with it. I think if you had a license <laughs> to kill, you would be too. Yeah, you probably would be. <laughs> <laughs> but like Chelsea, if you had to think of like another voice on that show like what character like really stands out with you with just a um i don't know like something that hits hard or something was really entertaining oh god i would have to say for it's probably i don't know the names of the actors shame on me but oh that's okay it's gotta be the brothers right like oh yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. like probably dean more so too i think just Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Do you know how many baby just angel or baby angels just died? Like I could just. <laughs> I, I oh my still god! Yeah. Them. yeah, I st I use double damn it all the time. Double in my damn daily it. life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dean is voiced by. I'm probably I'll probably get this wrong, but it is Michael Sinter Nicholas. Nicholas. Uh, yeah, Sinter, uh, Michael Sinter Nicholas is Dean Venture. Nice. And if you're unfamiliar with Venture Brothers, um, it's basically Adult Swim's way of making fun of Johnny Quest. Like they don't even pull punches. Stuff. Not Johnny, at all. Johnny Quest is occasionally <laughs> in the show. Yeah. <laughs> they, it is, they're not even like pretending to be parroting it. They're absolutely no. just no apologies. This mm -hmm. is what this show's about. What happens if Johnny Quest grew up and was kind of like a shitty like adult who sucked in life because he was yeah. too famous at a, as a kid and was overshadowed <laughs> by his father like mm -hmm. what would that look like yep and that answer is the venture brothers yep, yep. <laughs> oh my god i think one of my favorite like voices and that shows because of how animated the actor was with it whenever he would say anything everything was like a performance for it it was a uh, dr orpheus yeah uh who is uh played by steven Rada uh, radazzi yeah Rad radazzi um just he is basically he's dr strange but yep. as a single father living as a necromancer, in the as a necromancer. <laughs> oh my god everything about him is just oh the arts and he's just always like going straight from like being calm and collected to i can't believe this and just oh, I'm, I'm doing it horribly but he smells my cat <laughs> 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 oh oh my god the episode like uh i think it's like the uh the first episode of season two where we find out that the boys are clones oh god and they've just been cloning several times but orpheus has no idea what's going on so he <laughs> thinks he's like communicating with the dead when he's just hearing the new clones that aren't fully like i guess yeah. baked yet He's, is that what they said? Yeah. They have a machine that has their sub or their consciousness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he's hearing like this machine with their consciousness and <laughs> and they're not happy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, there are there's so many mm -hmm. amazing voice actors in that series. Um God. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, it's yeah. Yeah. The monarch is great. Freaking Dr. <laughs> Girlfriend is hilarious. Like they're just. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I'm even trying to find like all of them. Like I'm on the IMD page trying to like locate everyone. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Trying to find those two. I like this Molotov. Molotov Cocktees is on here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brendan Small, who's known for a lot of other like Adult Swim stuff, is Action Johnny, who. Yep. Plays I, Johnny, yep. the Johnny Quest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, who? Why am I not finding? I wonder if like they're like they double with multiple voices, and I'm just not seeing them right away. I'm sure probably that they why. probably do. Yeah. So, but yeah, Doctor Girlfriend. Um, and one of the uh, one of the characters was actually killed off because it uh, the voice actor's like my voice literally hurts doing this guy, so he needs yeah. to die. Was oh, it? Man. It was 21, wasn't it? E yeah, twenty one. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. His the and wasn't he a creator or a writer on the show? Is yeah, well too? Yep. yeah. And it's killing me that I don't remember who it is. But like, 
pulled her out and talked like this, and everything yeah. was crazy. It I'm is. Not, was crazy. Why do you keep saying things crazy? That's not I all crazy. Know. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, Speedy was so close to getting his wings, and then Brock Sampson showed up. <laughs> you know, you know, Poor Poor Speedy. Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, at least, at least you maintained it, Joe, because uh, you're we're growing here. Like, it, yeah. none of I'm that not, was. I'm not Irish. sliding into Irish. Yes, none <laughs> no, of that was Irish. No. <laughs> oh my <laughs> I gosh! Just, I could just. <laughs> my name's Brock Sampson, and then all of a sudden, somehow. Oh, got, my name's Brock yeah. Sampson. Oh, Brock Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Brock Sampson. <laughs> boys. <laughs> Where are the boys? <laughs> Doctor, where are the boys? <laughs> that was really good. That was oh good. Oh, my God. Um, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it to happen. It was, it was bound to show up. But, God, like, this is something where I wish we could spend a ton of time on because, like, we can't hit all the favorites. Like, Steve Bloom is incredible. Or Steve oh. Bloom. Yeah. Um, Dude, oh, one of my, so absolute, my absolute favorites is uh, Dave Fenoy. Are you all familiar with him? familiar sounding familiar it's ringing a bell so he he is i mean the guy has been working for as a voice actor for like 35 40 years now um actually you might remember him uh if you played the walking dead telltale game Mm -hmm. he uh he voiced lee everett the main character Mm. yeah which uh if anybody I, i did one live play of the walking dead season one and I found myself like talking like him the entire time. And I'm like, God, this can't be enjoyable for anyone right now. Cause <laughs> when you're trying to solve a problem and you're playing the same character mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here doing that. going like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no one, no one's liking this. I should mm-hmm. just stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he is amazing though. I mean, he pretty much uh, dove into all of the modern uh, Telltale Games properties. So, nice. yeah, Dave mm-hmm. Fenoy. I mean, he he is amazing, and I mean, yeah, he could be reading the back of a cereal box, and I'd listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that dude's fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Um, oh God, I think another another great shout out for me is Scott McNeil. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the name, uh, in a, in a in an episode that's coming up when we finally get to talk Gundam. Uh, he played Duo Maxwell uh, in Gundam Wing, but probably more familiar to our um, to my fellow co-hosts here, uh, Beast Wars, the oh, computer-generated um, yeah, yeah, Transformers yeah. spinoff. That's he hilarious. was seriously half the cast. He was Dinobot, Rat Trap, Waspinator. Um, he was just a ton of voices. And sorry, sorry, I'm laughing. I'm laughing at things I shouldn't be laughing at right now. No, no, get, it's great. We need to get him to sign Matt's rat trap, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I forgot Matt has his rat trap still. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> and another great thing with Scott McNeil is one, just he like I feel like if there's a character of a voice actor, it's Scott fucking McNeil. Yeah. Like this guy is just so much personality. And especially if you bring up the MD page for Gundam Wing and you can see all the other people who voice the pilots and they're all like, you know, dudes, they're, they're pretty normal dudes. And like, there's supposed to be a Japanese character, a character from the Middle East, a character from Europe, duo Maxwell's American. And here's Scott fucking McNeil with his long hair, a yes, goatee, cowboy and a hat. cowboy hat. And I'm like, boom, <laughs> America, even though I think he's Canadian. 
He's Which, Australian, uh, I think. He's he Australian? Australian, really? I thought yeah. he was Canadian. I'm pretty sure he's like Australian-Canadian. If It has to be what? both. I'm pretty sure it's both. Like, he's Australian-Canadian. Okay. I, I, I read that somewhere, and it makes sense because You're the guy right. does, he does not own a T-shirt with sleeves. So yeah. it's got to be Australian-Canadian. Yeah, he was oh born God, in Brisbane, funny. Australia. That's funny. Boom. Yeah, look at that. September 15th, 1962, Australia. Yeah, look at... Wow. So he is the most American Australian on the planet. <laughs> and Scott McNeil, we salute you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just iconic. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, once you see the cowboy hat, you'll never forget it. I no. Mean, it's, it's like a wrapper mm -hmm. on porch on like a 4,000 square foot house. Like that thing is just mm -hmm. so noticeable. You can't miss it. And if I could work on any sort of like set with him, it would be just, just be it. Probably the, the day of my life, like listening. Like I, I've not seen him at any conventions, but I've watched YouTube videos of him at conventions, and I feel like when he talks about like life on set, like everyone's having fun, and it's because of him. That's awesome. <laughs> he's he's just really really enjoying being there. Um, I can imagine this though. Like you would be so nervous though that you would adopt a different accent for that day. Oh, oh yeah, I'm like I, I can't go into Australian because I will insult him. Yeah. Uh I will yeah. do something different. I'll I'll be some sort of weird, awkward, broken Eastern European. Like, oh, hey, why does this cost three dollars twenty-five cents? Was that Milos? It, it, it was a little Milos, yes. Yeah. Milos hasn't come out since college, but he's no, back. Yeah. He is back. He liked or, to punch Milos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're like uh, talking about Baba Yaga all day. Yeah, the Baba Yaga, she the witch who take the bad children, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can have a conversation oh. between um, Milos and David on a road trip. Oh David, yes. So in the little, I guess it's not really voice acting. It was a, it was a standing bet from when me and other college friends would drive out to Colorado from Wisconsin. Uh, and when we hit nebraska which is 502 miles of very very flat farmland and if you've been driving for a while not that enjoyable this no. is no slide to the people of the state of nebraska we are or, two no, members of a proud flyover state they know they know yeah they, they know. i feel like mm -hmm. sorry but not yeah. sorry yeah so through your state the bet was i would put on a completely over the top stuck up german accent and hold it through the entire 502 miles. And if I won, they would all buy me dinner on different nights. But if I lost, I bought dinner for everyone one night. So David came out. And he had to order the food for everyone if we stopped at uh, the gas stations. If we yeah. uh, ever had to go to the Walmart or somewhere else as <laughs> a gas station. David was always the one who had to talk to people. <laughs> and he always had to be sure to say that. You know, in Germany, we have stores like this too, but they're cleaner. <laughs> the product range is much, much greater, and the pricing, always a bargain. So <laughs> it's like your store, but better in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I, I'm not sure if there's a voice that I could hold that long. Oh, but really? Like, you don't I, think you could do Ezio <laughs> for, like, at least Iowa? No, it, it hurts the throat too much. <laughs> but maybe. Well, you need to pick something that's more in your range then. Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't like... know. 
I mean, I was thinking for a while that I could be like the the robot from Futurama that's not the dorky looking one, the actual robot cop. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then I'd just be saying, "Oh yeah, baby!" Like oh, all day. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, man, this guy don't know what he's doing. You know, I, I don't know. That's that, good. That, no, you can yeah, do that one. That, you can do that, that would be that would be like I don't know, like like Black Mark. We'll call it like there's like normal Mark, and then there would be I don't know. Like it's it's just it's not it's not truly an impression at that point. It's just me trying to fake something else. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I don't know voice. if it would work. I have a voice that sometimes a friend and I slip into. Ooh. Yes, yes, they are our um, super youper. Yeah. Oh, yes, and I go by the name of Pat, and Pat goes to the Casco, <laughs> and she makes casseroles for the church dinner. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the longer I do it, the crazier it gets. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Pat's fantastic. Pat is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think another one that we could probably we could probably do in a in a, in a weird dumb way is uh more Finkel Finkel Fixtures. Come oh over my here. God. Come over, do it. Give, do it. Give <laughs> do me a smooch over here. Do, do it. Here. Give me a smooch. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit of it right there. You uh, know what? You know what? That is the one thing that we it. could probably Joe and I could probably do this for for you know months on end. It's just. It's just talking like a guy from the Northeast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've been, we already been doing mm -hmm. it for the goddamn show for how long now? I mean, yeah. come on. See, anyway. Every day. Yeah. Do it for there wicked long now. Uh, that, well, that one time we had to go pick up Sullivan in South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking swore up and down the Walmart parking lot. Oh, we, we went wicked far away. That, that was like yeah, wicked a far away. Okay, eight hour drive. You know, I mean, come one on. One way, for, eight hours. For, for it was eight dog. hours back the other way for a dog. For a dog. For a dog. For a I mean, dog. He's, he's, he's adorable. You'd fucking love this dog if you saw him. We'll from put them in the Boston. show notes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get, that's Your all I got. Bomb boy. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, man. For me, there's a dial, though, because if, you, if you're if you talking like this, and then all of a sudden you turn into to fucking Peter, you know? It's just, right. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Can't do that. No. I can't do that to people. Nope. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, other than maybe a fun way to close the episode, uh, I was gonna like maybe go around and give like more like voice actors who you're like, but we could do that all day. Like I could throw out Kevin Conroy, I could throw out plenty of other people that I could talk Gosh, about. Billy West, mm-hmm, legendary Billy West, legendary Billy West. Uh, but maybe what we do is we have Pat. Oh my God, <laughs> David, and a persona of Mark's choosing, preferably from the East Coast. Have a small conversation together about maybe going through a drive-through and not knowing what to order. Oh, oh, I don't know. We're getting close to the window. I don't know. I don't know why you're so nervous. It's not like you're making a life decision. And if you didn't know what you wanted, maybe we should not have gone through the drive-through. Well, but I thought I could just look at the sign and I would figure it out. And ah. I, it's hard to see the sign. What does it say up there? You know, if we were in Germany, the signs would be in 1080p HD screens, not oh. none of this nonsense plastic cardboard that you have here. Oh, wow. I don't know why it takes so long for America to adapt to anything. Well, I mean, don't talk that way about my red, white, and blue. Ugh. 
could, could somebody here just tell me what what the hell this vente and this goddamn grande thing is? You know, I I don't I don't need this in my life. All right, I just need you just tell me what what small, medium, and large is. That's all I need to know. Like seriously, I don't even fucking know what I'm ordering right now. Where are we anyway? <laughs> No, and, and isn't this the most ridiculous thing that of all of these fucking sizes that they have here? You have the small, the venti, the grande. The only thing that is not something else is all everything means large in another language, except for the fucking small. Who 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 did this? What idiot just need everything a large and the different sizes? <laughs> 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 okay, clearly we're not ordering anything. Let's just go. <laughs> you know, I bet they have this at the Casco, and it will be in the biggest size you can get. But as long as we can get some coffee and maybe, maybe a pretzel, the soft pretzels, though. Not, I don't want a bag of your hard pretzels. This is a sad imitation of the truth. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure we can get you a pretzel. I got nothing, guys. I know. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we ran that one into we the did. ground. We did. That one's I done. This I is why know. we're not writers. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. No. Well, right. writers have time to think about it, you know. They do. Maybe we're, maybe we're just not improv artists, Joe. We're not improv artists. We're not. We're not trained. We're not classically mm -hmm. trained. No. But I, not I even actually... really trained. <laughs> I just enjoy. I haven't modernly trained. <laughs> oh, I I don't have any business doing any of this, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where I think it's time to say I'm Vita Sang. Bye, Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>